I have got some ghost stories for you. I feel something crawl into the bed with me and it starts to spoon me. There was a time where I would be in bed falling asleep and I would hear my name being called. Different voices call my name. Poof, the person disappeared right in front of our eyes. And we were both like, did you see that? There was this figure of a woman. Her skin was bluish and her hands were clawed and her mouth was wide open. So that is my ghost story. Hi, and welcome to Haunted AF, the podcast of real ghost stories told by real people. We are your hosts. I'm Julie Fisk. And I'm Rebecca Black. And just advance warning, my cat's freaking out and running all over the place, and I feel certain she's going to step on something. And well, she literally just jumped on the board. As we're starting the podcast. How she missed all the buttons, I have no idea. Zero idea. So y'all get ready. It, this is going to be interesting. <laughs> Coming up, we need your help again. You guys have been sending some really fun photos and videos and asking, what the fuck is this? Yeah, y'all. So we're gonna do some crowdsourcing and find out and please leave us a good review wherever you can especially if you do it on the apple podcast because that will boost us to the top also tell your friends and send us your stories that's the most important part sending us your stories you can do them written recorded hauntedafpodcast at gmail.com all right i want to just go ahead and jump into the stories because my cat is making me a nervous wreck right now go for it um first though we have to send out love to our friend and patron sean elsass he has been very ill so yeah sorry sean Sean has been a friend for well over a year and we've been in touch. We did not talk to him for a while and it's because he was not doing very well. So Sean sent a story. He says, uh, so first off, hello, ladies from a Texan freezing his ass off in Bradford, Vermont. I bet. Y'all will not believe this shit. (laughs) So on March 22nd, sometime after 8 p.m., I decided to take my little puppy dog outside one last time before bed. So it's dark. The woods are behind us and there's a railroad track nearby. Mm -hmm. Anyhow, me and Adele step out out the door and automatically she bolts just yapping away and i'm fucking pissed because she made me drop my diet coke and my glasses <laughs> and i can't see shit so adele and i go back inside we get another drink I get my glasses but when we step back out she started yapping again so i look into the woods and i fucking shit you not i saw this orange glow hovering mm. so i just stood there watching it when all of a fucking sudden it bolted sideways and then up then went back to its original spot. Then bam, it disappears. So I'm fucking freaking. I called my best friend, Aunt, who lives nearby. And I said, dude, I've not taken any of my pain meds in hours. I'm not hallucinating, but you got to believe me. I just saw an orange light hovering in my backside. And he said, Sean, I just got Wait. home. Saying backyard, not backside. Backside. <laughs> He's got a in his backside. <laughs> That's such a better story, though. That is a such much a better story. Much better story. Okay, so uh, he, Sean says, uh, "I haven't taken my pain meds." Blah blah. I just saw an orange light hovering in my backyard. He says, "Sean, I just got home and there are jets circling what? my area." Yeah. So then I realized, shit, I hear jets also. Aunt said it's Air Force jets, and I said, no. "What the fuck is going on?" I shit you not. When I said that, <laughs> when I said that, the orange light fucking came back. No, no. <laughs> and I said, dude, it's back. I'm going to try to record it. So the light was tree level again, just zipping back and forth. Aunt said, you won't believe this, but I see it too. Shit. Now, Aunt isn't much of a believer and tries to debunk everything. Of course. So he said, maybe it's flares. Flares? And I'm like, no fucking way. And he said, maybe fireworks? No. And I said, dude, nope. Grabbing my camera, and I caught about 10 seconds of it. Then it disappeared again. And then Aunt said, it's over here. I see it again. And I said, 
this ant, I don't want to be probed. <laughs> so I no st- one does. I Except still- for Julie. <laughs> I don't want to. I promise I don't. <laughs> I stood on my porch and watched for a while. And then it became two lights and seemed to get closer to my fence. And Freaky. then no shit. They just disappeared. Everything got quiet. No jets. No orange lights zipping around. Nothing. It's 2 a.m. right now. And I've been up ever since writing all of this down. If I see those lights again, I'm going to go back outside and follow them. But nothing has come back. I'm going to Google when I wake up tomorrow to see if anyone else saw what me and Aunt saw. And that is from Sean Elsass. So Sean did send a video. Uh-huh. But it's like any of these videos, it looks like literally just like a tiny white light in the sky. Boo. It's nothing that you can really make out because, well, it's like, you know, when you take a picture, you see a beautiful moon no, and I you know. take a picture of and it. it looks like garbage. And it looks I, like I get nothing. It. It's so hard to catch that stuff. So again, where is Sean? He said that he is in... Vermont? Yes. Bradford, Vermont. <laughs> Bradford, Vermont. So if you're nearby, you've seen anything like this, you happen to be Aunt Sean's friend, mm-hmm. and you want to share your side of the story, we would love to hear more yeah, about Sean, that. get Aunt to, like, chime in for us. Yes, what absolutely. What Aunt see? So, yeah, if you have any information about that, send it to hauntedayofpodcast at gmail.com. All right, our next story comes from Erica M. Okay, so this story is actually my mom's, and it happened back in the 70s. My grandpa was a truck driver, and like many truck drivers back then, he took uppers to stay awake while driving and downers to go to sleep. You know, because of the uppers. I feel like that probably still happens now. I would imagine so, because yeah. if you're driving all night, yeah. Come on. Mm -hmm. It was a warm night and grandpa was mad at my mom about something. During his addiction days, he was always angry. Oh, yikes. Yeah, I would imagine. He told her to go outside because he didn't want her in the house. So she went to sit on the back porch. Well, their neighbors were having a party, so she was fine just hanging out, watching the party people for a while. Hours passed, though, and the party ended with my mom still sitting outside. She was scared out there, but she was actually more scared to go back inside and be with her dad. At that point, the broken arm he had given her had just healed, and she didn't want to risk that again. Oh, no. God, that's awful. The street they lived on wasn't even paved, and there weren't any street lights, so it was extremely dark. All of a sudden, my mom saw this bright light in the pitch black. It was the shape of a woman in a flowing robe with light all around her. Mom says she felt this sensation of warmth and calmness. Then she heard the woman say in her mind, it's going to be okay. Everything is going to be all right. It scared her so badly that she ran inside to tell my grandma and my aunt. So that is the story of when my mom saw an angel. Sounds crazy, I know, but she swears it happened. Thank you, Erica. We've heard stories like this before where kids are scared or they're being abused, Mm -hmm. where they're visited by somebody. Erica also said that her grandpa was able to get some help before he passed away and was able to deal with his addiction. So that's that's good news. All right. So this next story comes from Amy. Hi, Julie and Rebecca. My name is Amy and I live in Connecticut. And I think we know that pretty much the entire state of Connecticut is haunted. Um, But I live in a very old farmhouse that was built in 1745. Considering how long the house has been standing and how long we've lived here and how many renovations we've done to it, it's really kind of amazing that I don't have more stories to share with you. We do have kind of like the typical um, noises that can't really be explained and doors that are left open and those kinds of things, but I don't particularly want to live in a haunted house, so I kind of try to explain away everything and be like as rational as possible about things. But I do have three experiences that I wanted to share with you. So the first one was when my oldest daughter was about two. Um, she was crying in the middle of the night, so I went up to check on her, and she was in her crib, and she pointed over to... She has two closets in her room. One is for clothes, and one is more for storage. And she pointed over to the storage closet, and she said, make the scary grandpa go away. 
I, you know, just assumed that she was having a nightmare. I turned on the lights and showed her that there was nobody there. And, um, but she was really upset and crying. And I did eventually get her calmed back down. And, um, it happened maybe like three or four times total, but she was too little to tell us what she actually saw or if anything was happening and, and nothing ever like physically happened to her or anything. It was just this like scary grandpa. And she is 13 now. She doesn't remember. Um, the second one is what is the one that really creeped me out. So I was alone in the house one night. The kids were asleep upstairs and I was sitting at the kitchen table reading or something. And we have a wine rack that is mounted to the wall over one of my kitchen counters. And as I'm sitting there completely out of nowhere, one of the corks in one of the wine bottles just shot across the room, like far, like all the way across the room, hit the wall on the other side. And the wine from the bottle just started pouring down over my kitchen counter. I was so freaked out. And then I also had this like huge mess that I had to clean up. And that one like really, really spooked me. I was, you know, I was alone in the house. It was nighttime. And I tried to explain that one away being like, well, it was probably just like the bottle was pressurized and eventually it just, you know, it had to pop. But this was a completely new wine bottle. Like if we had shoved the cork back in after it was opened, I would maybe understand that. But this was like a brand new wine bottle that had never been opened before. So I don't know what that was about. Um, And the last one is the picture that I sent you. So we heat our house with wood. We have a wood stove that's in the kitchen and it has a glass panel in the front of it where you're supposed to be able to look in and see the fire that's inside. But the glass inevitably gets dirty. You know, it has soot and ash and whatever all over it. So it's really hard to see inside. It's pretty much just kind of like a dirt film over the glass all the time. But occasionally when we use the fireplace tools to to stir the coals or whatever, it will scrape up against the glass and it'll kind of make a mark on the inside of the glass. So I was home again alone one night and I had put some wood in the fire and the fire really started to take off um, and it was glowing really hot orange. And I looked over at one point and it was bright orange fire glow inside and the scrapings on the inside of the glass very clearly spelled out my name. (gasps) It very clearly has an A and M and a Y. And it was so clear that I had to check with my husband and be like, did you do this to like freak me out or something? And he was like, no. And that's really weird that it looks like it says, it says your name. So I immediately, well, first I took a picture and then I immediately went in with the fireplace tools and like scraped it away because it was just so weird that it said my name on there. And like, again, it could have just been, you know, the way that we were pushing the fireplace tools into the fireplace or whatever. I can't explain it any other way. But yeah, those are my stories. Um, I just discovered the podcast like last week and I've been binging all the way back to season one. You guys are awesome. Keep it up. Oh, thank you, Amy. Yes. Oh my God. Show me that picture right now. So this is what she sent. Okay. (laughs) I mean, I I do see a M Y. Yes. It's kind of hard to see at first. I see an A right here and then an M and then that's exactly where I'm seeing the Y is kind of small. There's a big like scratch. uh, It looks like scratch before that. But that Amy is pretty damn yeah that clear. is real freaky yeah so i listened to her audio before i looked at the picture and i was in a coffee house sure. and when i looked at this i went oh. <laughs> <laughs> and the barista was in front of me and he was like what what's your problem crazy lady? so when i showed him the picture though he was like i don't see it what well, it's clear as day i i can i see it pretty clear like that is very clearly an a and that really looks like an m okay now i want to ask somebody who hasn't heard the story to see if they can make out what it might say if anything it would be like initials am if you didn't see the why i can understand that right it takes a while it takes a while for the why to to register yeah okay if you're just listening on the podcast the 
Jason. Go to hauntedaf.com. This is episode nine, season nine, and take a look at that and let us know what you think. Oh, and while you're there, you also need to look at this video. Here is another one that we got. So this is a video that Claire sent in. She says, Saturday morning around 5.15, I took my corgi out to do his business when I saw a perfectly straight line of purple lights in the sky. So I bolted upstairs to get my phone. The lights vacillated between a line and then a rectangular formation. It was huge and eventually moved east, then shrunk into the horizon. I've attached the video, which doesn't come close to doing justice to what I saw. My highly skeptical husband and friends have suggested everything from light shows to drones to asteroids, even ball lightning, none of which is particularly convincing. Perhaps there are drones, but why so many and why such a huge formation and why would anybody put on a light show at 5 a.m.? Great questions. I'm not one to jump to little green men. I'm just really curious. I also wonder if anyone else saw something similar around the Colorado Springs area. Keep up the great work. And uh, this is from Claire. So when I Googled Colorado Springs light in the sky, Mm -hmm. tons of things come up, but not recently. They're all from like 2020, 2022. And it's all like what were they then though uh, like asteroids or we're not real sure lots of we think it was this but i can't imagine an asteroid like coming in hot in the shape of a rectangle right and in formation like that so here is claire's video so my first thought was like spacex maybe or some type. Yeah, it does definitely have the shape of one of their rockets. Go check out the video again, episode nine, season nine at hauntedaf.com. Let us know what your thoughts are on that, especially if you're in the Colorado Springs area and you have any knowledge or details about this. We'll be right back. Bloody FM presents Hometown Ghost Stories, a paranormal podcast that investigates a new town every week bringing you all the hauntings, from haunted houses to castles, bridges to asylums, wandering spirits to demons. Over 100 episodes covering different towns all over the world. Tune in to Hometown Ghost Stories live on YouTube every Tuesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern or on any podcast platform and find out if your hometown is haunted. All right, this next story comes from Tony. Hey, Julie and Rebecca, I'm only on season three and have been waiting to send my story in until I got caught up. Then I decided, what the hell? So here I go. Back around 1997, me and my then four-year-old daughter and two-year-old son lived in a second-story corner apartment. We had tons of spooky stuff going on, and one night my daughter came into my room complaining about the lights that wouldn't go away. I went to her room and found little orb-like lights all over the closet and the wall. Yeah. I looked everywhere for a light source, but this room only had one window and it faced a brick wall. I laid down with her to comfort her and she asked, what about the family in the closet? (laughs) What? (laughs) I said, what are they doing in there? And please tell me what they look like. She said, they're just standing there. Good God, looking. It's, It's a mommy and a daddy and a Hannah and an Eric, my son and daughter's names, by the way. My daughter and son slept in my bed for years after that, even after we moved out of that apartment. Thanks for reading, Tony. Yikes. Ooh, the family in the closet. I'll tell you, Tony sent a picture of that apartment. Yeah. It's just an apartment, but you're like, oh no, that's definitely haunted. Uh Uh-huh. And I always wonder, like, you always hear stories of horrible things that happen in apartments. Right. You and I both know someone who was murdered in an apartment. Uh, Yes, that is correct. I'm actually surprised that we don't hear more haunted apartment stories because of the amount of people that turn over. Right. Right? They're constantly cycling through, so... Um, 
Okay, so we just posted this link on social media about the auction that was held at the Murdaugh house. Mm-hmm. Is it Murdaugh or Murdaugh? I think it's Murdaugh. Murdaugh, okay, in South Carolina. So we all know the story. Alex Murdaugh, convicted now of... of yeah, killing his wife and son. Killing his wife and son. Have you watched the documentary on Netflix? Uh, I listened to the podcast documentary. Okay, I mean, like, I highly recommend probably both of those, but I'm like, there is so much death surrounding these people. Yeah, I started, I was like three episodes in on the documentary, mm-hmm. and it's so good, but it's also so sad. It is. It's it's horrific. Right. These people are just bad people. And it's just amazing to me, though, because, like, I'm so fascinated by it. Same. But then I saw, oh my God, not only did they auction off the property, they auctioned off things inside the house. And this is the property where they were murdered, yeah. you know, where the yeah. wife and the son were. And there were people out there buying stuff from inside that the house. so messed up. Well, and I was kind of implying that when I posted it, yeah. like, dude, would you? And immediately this guy named Patrick responds, I was there and I bought something from the no house. freaking way. Yeah, for my haunted museum is oh what he said. God. Yeah, and I was like, dude, can you share a picture? Yeah, and what did so he buy? He posted a picture. It's like this <gasps> weird, I don't even know what you would describe it. It's like this creepy, like, mask-looking toothy thing. Oh, it looks haunted. Sick. It looks so, so creepy. And he's like, yeah, that place was packed. It was crazy. People were buying everything. And even one woman bought a camera. It still had one of the, the cards in oh it. Oh, my God. Girl, I have family photos no on it. No freaking way. Yeah, that's what I said. And then he sends me a link to the story about <gasps> that. And so uh, this guy, Patrick Wells, he actually owns the Haunted Grounds Coffee Shop in Savannah, Georgia. Oh, yeah, we have talked about them We've before. talked about Absolutely. him. I know, so I'm like, we need to talk to you. Yes. Like, first, I need to hear more about this. But I really want to hear about this haunted museum yeah. that you have. Like, can we come visit? Please I know. have us out. Yes. So, Patrick, it's so funny because I know we reached out to them when we found out about the Haunted Grounds uh-huh, Coffee Shop. For sure. It makes me so happy that they follow us on social media now. Yeah. yeah so, uh, Patrick, if you're listening, we need to have you on the podcast. But again, we'll post all those links in the companion blog. Patrick, you are brave. All right. We got a quick update here from Alex in Australia. I tried so hard to find a photo. I had of a Joey drinking out of my neighbor's pool. Oh, okay. So, Alex is the one who sent the story yeah. last week. She lived in the house where her brother's room, she heard the voice coming out of it and right. felt the breeze. She said, my brother's room where the experience happened was converted into an office because of COVID. My mom works out of it now. And when I called to tell her my story was going to be on the podcast, the lights flickered. She said she doesn't believe in this stuff, but it was definitely creepy timing. Oh, yeah. And honestly, guys, all the time, I will be trying to download a ghost story and it'll shut down for all no the time. reason. All the time. Or we've gone to places that have been quote unquote haunted and literally you always have some sort of problem with your phone. So I know it's probably nothing. Bullshit. It's something. (laughs) (laughs) And also another update, but this is like a way back update. Mm -hmm. So we talked about this or teased it last week. My niece, Savannah, who back in 2019 sent in a story about the things that were going on in her rental house. My niece, Savannah, starts texting while Rebecca and I are sitting together. And so she is starting to have these experiences at her house. She has a little girl named Charlotte who's about five years old. Okay. Charlotte and I were home one morning. I was in the bathroom between the bedrooms and Charlotte was on my bed laying on her tummy on top of the covers talking to me. I couldn't see her but the bathroom doors were open so I could hear her clear as day. Well, Chatty Kathy was mid-sentence as she stopped dead in her tracks and said, oh mama, someone just pinched me on my bottom. And I said, what did you just say? And she said, someone just pinched me on my bottom and I turned and looked and no one is there. It had really long fingernails. Uh, yeah. Okay, so Friday night my boyfriend was in the back bedroom and Charlotte was chasing Mia. I don't, I am assuming that Mia's the cat. So she's chasing Mia through the house saying, Mia, Mia girl, Mia. So this goes on for a while. 
while until I distinctly heard a different toned voice saying, me a girl, as if it was mocking Charlotte. I don't know that it was deep. I'm just doing that. So then last night, the three of us were eating dinner in the living room, watching TV. Lights are on in the playroom next to us. Charlotte's little piano mat is turned on in that room. That's the one where if you walk on it, it plays piano. Like, like in, from the movie Big. Big, exactly. So I heard it start playing like someone was walking on it, but I just assumed it was the cat. Oh, my God. My boyfriend anxiously points towards the playroom, and I said, it's just the cat. She does that. Right after I said that, the cat walks in from the opposite side of the house, and my boyfriend said, nope, there's the cat. So he and Charlotte go into the playroom, which was empty, of course, and then Charlotte turned the piano off like nothing had happened. So that's the original story. You might have seen that on social media. Savannah sent in an update, but she actually sent audio this time, which I'm so glad because her accent is amazing. Hey, y'all. So I have moved out of this house uh, because the ongoings were just like getting to be a little too much. So it was kind of an expedited uh, leaving of the facility, uh, you know, like the great flight. But (laughs) as previously mentioned, this started kind of just with creaks and stuff that could easily be written off because our house, which I later found out was built in 1900, uh, was real old and it had the original flooring and everything. So, you know, hearing creaks and moans in the house, just breathing was not abnormal. So then let's move on to the things I haven't told you about. There was a day when uh, we had just got home and we're all in the house and I got a phone call. So I stepped out on the front porch. So I'm sitting out there on the phone and Dustin comes outside and he was like, I need to talk to you. Charlotte was in her room playing and apparently Charlotte starts yelling with the door shut and she's like, stop, stop copying me. Stop. I'm going to tell on you. And so Dustin goes and opens the door and he's like, what's wrong? And Charlotte is sitting over in the corner of her bedroom near her closet And she said, they won't stop copying me. And he said, what are you talking about, baby? And she said, the kid, they won't, they won't stop mimicking me and said mimicking, which is a a wild word for this child to use. So she went out to the kitchen and he made her a snack and then went and got me so we could talk about it and figure out how to best parent this because no parent manual on how to parent when you think you have a ghost in your home. So we're just kind of winging it. And I go in, ask her exact same story. And she said that that kid copies her a lot. I didn't want to ask anything further because I didn't want to scare her, but I was like, oh, well, it's probably just your imaginary friend. And I tried to play it off like it was totally cool and like, it's normal. I had already reached out to my landlord and asked him, you know, have you, in the time that you lived here, had any type of event happen that you couldn't explain? And uh, he said no, and that they'd never really had any instances. I'm not super convinced that they would have told me. So, One of the final things that happened was Dustin and I had separated. I was at the house by myself. I was on the phone and in the silence, I heard little steps coming down the hall. I'm in my bedroom with the door open doing laundry. And I heard mama very clearly. Charlotte is not there. Like I I am covered in goosebumps right now. I asked Sean on the phone. I was like, did you hear that? And he said, yeah, I didn't think Charlotte was there. I said, she's not. I'm on the way to your house. (laughs) I literally took some of the clothes that I was currently folding and went through Charlotte's room out the front door. I just could not get out of there quick enough. That was enough of the the other world for me. I think the worst part of that would be having to walk through her room on the way out. Yeah, I agree. Mama? (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh, I don't like it. I don't like it. I'm so glad she's not in that house anymore. Savannah, let us know if Charlotte remembers any of that too. I How would old be, is Charlotte now? Uh, oh goodness, I should know this. Is she 11 or 12? Maybe Wait, I don't like, know if she's that old. She might be like seven or eight. I am the worst. I'm the worst. No, I'm telling you what happened. COVID ruined all of our memories and time. Did I tell you I was talking to my youngest the other day and I was like, God, Lucy, my memory is so bad since COVID. And she goes, really? How many fingers am I holding up? And I was like, I don't think it works like that, sweetie. <laughs> no, that's not. No, that's no, different. That's, that's not it. That's eyesight. All right, y'all. Don't forget, find the companion blog at hauntedaf.com. That's going to include Claire's video of the lights in the sky, uh, Amy's name in the fireplace which clearly it says Amy. Let us know about what you guys think about both of those because I know Claire and Amy both want to know. Right. And please watch us on YouTube. Please like and subscribe while you're there. Leave us a good review. We can always use good reviews. And thank you to Australia. Sydney is now our top five city. Yeah, for listens. Melbourne, you are close behind. So, you know, better pick that up. That's the first time that we've had an area, a city outside of the United States in our top five. I love that. That's so awesome. I think it's like Dallas, Los Angeles, San Antonio, which is interesting, New York, and then um, Sydney, which is so wild. We have more listeners in Australia than we have in like Texas right now. So so it's so kind of funny Like I've always heard, and I heard this from an Australian person, Australia considers themselves like the Texas of the other hemisphere. That kind of makes sense. I think so too. Like they're in the outback drinking beers. I'm like, we're in the woods drinking beers. Yeah. We're the same. I'm like real tempted to do an Australian accent, but it would be so bad. (laughs) can only do the ones from that terrible Foster's beer commercials. Throwing out a shrimp on the babby, which they don't say and that pisses off all Australians. We need to watch Crocodile Dundee again. God bless. I love that movie. That's not too. a knife. I had he's the, so hot. I said He's you. so hot. He's even hot you. now that he's old and wrinkled. Is he? I have oh, not. he's so old. He's is, like 80 now. Is he still with that chick? I, I know they got married. The girl from the movie? Yeah. I think so. Y'all. She was hot too. Yeah. Our friends in Australia, is it okay to still like crocodile dundee yes it is because lord knows we don't want to piss you guys off okay (laughs) we need australia so coming up next week we got a big announcement to make kind of a family meeting so to speak also a little mystery that we've had going on on our patreon page so we don't usually share the content that we post over there here but this one is so juicy we literally have to share it with everybody (laughs) juicy i just really like that word well and it's very appropriate with this story so uh keep sending your stories write them down record them you can always just videotape yourself or videotape your shoes so we can just get your voice yeah or write it all down then send it to hauntedafpodcast at gmail.com so we can use it in season nine of haunted af and don't forget to subscribe to haunted af on apple Podcasts, spotify stitcher wherever you listen to podcasts please follow us on facebook twitter instagram youtube and of course tiktok you can even contact us directly through our website hauntedaf.com gotta say thanks to andrew mamalica and travis vance for the haunted af theme song and to on-air media for titles and technical support also big thanks to all of the haunted af patreon supporters most of all we have to thank you for listening and for sharing your stories with us by the way julie if i die first i'm coming back to haunt you i'll come back to haunt you too rebecca